0: Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host,
1: Dave Ledihan.
0: And I have to tell you that I've been looking forward to chatting with our guest uh, today. I really I really have been, because we're going to talk a lot about my favorite things, country music and Baseball. He's yes, a, pro- <laughs> a professional baseball player, and he is also a country music performer and songwriter. And we're going to get to know Brian Ruby. Welcome to the show,
2: Brian. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Going really well.
0: I like to start with a song, and I'd like to start with your first single, which came out, what, last summer, was it? This
2: past summer, yeah, yeah, and now it's got a baseball name, but it's not really about baseball. It's about life, but, but you know, we had to throw in the baseball reference. <laughs> of uh, course, you did. It's called Left Field. It's a great song.
0: Let's give it a listen, and we'll talk about the writing of it on the other side.
1: Is yes, that beat around old guitar? The Louisville Slugger left in the schoolyard. Is yes, that box? 45s at your cousin's house that you turned on, drank up, and wore them all out. Is waking up the snow on Christmas Day. The last pick, kid, with the winning play. Is that first real kiss in the dashboard light? Didn't see it coming, but it changed your life.
0: That is Brian Ruby, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast today. Thank you for joining us on the pod, and if you're listening on uh, YouTube, I know we put you up on on YouTube, too, like every Thursday or Friday of the week uh, that we publish, please like and subscribe. We do appreciate that. Hey, uh, Brian, good to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. What I love about country music is the truth, the honesty. I you know, always say three chords in the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more than three chords in that song, but I mean, you know, lines like... Me a dream in a little tip jar. Yep. Oh, man. That's just like boom. Yeah. That's just and and that's it. You're living the dream, aren't you?
2: Living the dream every oh, yeah. day. Baseball and country music. You know, <laughs> if there's ever a song that summed me up as a person, left field. It's uh-huh. a good place to start. My it, first single as an artist. and awesome. a good place to start. <laughs> Even though you play third base, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go to left field sometimes. Do you go to left field? You catch local? a catch a pop up.
0: Oh, There you go. That's right. You got to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I got a real important question for you. Uh When does spring training start? I am sun
2: ready. Oh man, we have got a couple of months. Yeah, we're ready. It's it, uh, we're in the quiet period right now, off season, but you know, free yeah. agency. You never know who's going to sign. So now you're from the Philadelphia
0: area, so you had to love the World Series this year, except for the fact they lost, but they made it.
2: Yeah, I'm know. from about 45 minutes west of Philly, uh-huh. um, Montgomery County, and so I grew up as a Phillies fan. And of course, you know, I was there in 08 when they won the World Series. Yeah. In 2009, lost yeah. the Yankees, and this year it was unexpected. Yeah, they made a run, which is yeah. pretty cool to watch. I'm a big Cleveland.
0: Uh, Guardians fan, and uh, it was a great year for them, yeah. uh, but it, I felt the same way like, in 16. They made it to the World Series, and mm-hmm. I know the Cubs beat them, but I wasn't disappointed because they made it, and they weren't expected to. Yeah,
2: unexpected. All so, the best things come out of left field. All the best things, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Let's yeah. talk about that song, because it really is. That's so true. Uh, you co-wrote that, right? hmm
2: Tell I wrote, me about that. wrote it with uh, Chad Sellers, mm-hmm. who's one of my good friends here, and frequent co-writer, and Andrew Capra, who's a writer-producer here in Nashville, and those guys. Wonderful our awesome writers, you know, it was a total group effort. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really happy with how it came out. I wasn't, you know, they said you're a baseball player. We <laughs> should write a baseball song. And and to me, it, that's okay. I just didn't want to be cliché, you yeah. know, cuz a lot of things have been said before and mm-hmm. like let's it would be cool if it was a baseball title, mm-hmm. but it was really about life. Yeah. And the song's not really about baseball, no, but it's, not. Yeah, it's um that's that's kind of my favorite kind of country music is something that'll hit you a little bit unexpectedly and yeah. and really connect
0: yeah absolutely connect yeah you
2: connected yeah, absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> good back nice baseball me, joke there yeah, yeah. <laughs> good launch launch yeah. angle exit you know, velocity good, good launching
0: you know that's a good launch for you that was your first single right yeah, yeah. So, and now you've got an EP coming out just so, after the
2: it should be out soon coming out in 2023 yeah. um i'm rolling out you know the thing to do now is like yeah. you kind of roll out one at a time yeah just when i'm getting started so we're building towards that first ep good um the and, title of it's going to be Diamonds Are Forever, which is another, uh, another sort of baseball another reference. Another the baseball. I love it. But uh, again, a not really a baseball song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. So that's coming out here this year, uh, and we're looking forward to that. Thank you. Uh, now, you've had other singles, too, and we're going to talk about that. But I want to tell folks a little bit about you, too. You're a great songwriter. I mean, you've had songs um, in the... Uh, uh, Texas country charts yeah, uh, top 50 and we've talked about the, the Texas charts I mean uh, they're a whole other country and, and that's good congratulations <laughs> yeah. and uh, iTunes country top 25 so you've had cuts out there mm-hmm. and now you're doing the artist thing as well mm-hmm. which a lot a lot of songwriters do
2: you know guys like Hardy you know yeah, Hardy you know, Chris, Stapleton, Chris Stapleton Luke Bryan yeah I mean
0: you know, these guys are all great songwriters first yeah and I think that's important in country music today I, I really do I think the artists need to be songwriters, and the labels want them to be songwriters, because yeah. they sang these 360 deals, They a little bit of everything, even the publishing, so it makes sense for them to want their artists to to write songs. And, yeah. But I think it makes the music overall uh, more authentic. Yeah. So I was listening
2: to, to this, um, this interview yesterday, and the guy, it was about songwriting advice, and the guy said... <laughs> write a hundred songs and then throw them out. i <laughs> <And then, laughs> heard that too. And, and I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a lot beyond a hundred <laughs> songs right now. <laughs> But it's true. The first, you know, you got to kind of get used to doing it. And, and the first batch is, is never really great, but it, it gets better. I've always heard
0: that 100 songs. Yeah, uh, write 100 songs and bring me the 100th.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Right. Okay. I'm going to have yeah. to go back for that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good advice. You know, you got to keep writing. And you do keep a, a busy writing schedule?
2: Yeah. Write pretty much anytime. You know, I'm on the road a lot, but anytime yeah. I actually hear in Nashville. I'm writing, um, wrote a great song yesterday. I'm excited about maybe I'll release it later this year. Um and uh you know, when even when I'm on the road I'll try to write on Zoom and Skype and yeah. you know, now it's actually how I've been able to keep it up with baseball. Yeah. Um we play at night, so that's seven o'clock. We gotta to get to the ballpark a couple hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Um played during the day on weekends but that gives me the morning to write so if we're on the west coast like i was playing up in oregon uh this past summer um you know we'll start a right here in nashville at 10 a.m so i'll get up at 8 and i'll Mm -hmm. get on zoom with the guys and be able to kind of work towards both careers a little bit i'm definitely winding down the baseball side but Mm -hmm. that's okay i'm i'm 27 now i've been super super blessed to play this long Mm -hmm. most people hang them up after they're done high school at 18 Mm -hmm. and i've been able to been so so lucky never was the most talented ball player on the field even in little league there were guys that were better than me but i just worked at it and kept practicing and i was a division three ball player in college you know but i was able to sign um, a low level pro contract and really Mm -hmm. just like work my way up every year step by step and 27 and still going.
0: Any comparisons to the music
2: business? I mean, a lot of failure. Yeah. Like pe- baseball players think, oh, we, we got it tough. You know, mm-hmm. you you fail seven out of ten times, you're yeah. hitting 300. Well, music, and that's Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, and you're <laughs> in the Hall of Fame or All Star, or whatever. And in music, you know, if you hit, if you write ten songs and three of them are hits you're amazing you know that's, that's even true. like Ashley Gorley Shane McAnally can't do that like right. you know it's more like one in a hundred yeah. or more Seriously. Like it's a, it's a higher rate of failure and, and, um, it can get, but, but having the baseball background is good. Like, you know, I've been in slumps before, I've worked my way out of it. Like it's sort of a similar thing with music.
0: You get in a slump when you're a
2: writer, you do You get in a slump, a writing slump, or all of a sudden you're having trouble booking gigs, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you just got to persist and like, yeah. keep going. Yes. Keep on going. Eventually a breakout.
0: Yeah. Get that bloop, little single over the <laughs> shortstop. Well, yeah. The little a little blooper and then Texas, uh, you know, flair and, yeah. uh, and boom, you're back on. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a good analogy. As a,
0: as a songwriter, I guess, just as, as superstitious as baseball players are, like I saw one interview with you. You've got long hair now. And uh-huh. we said you used to have the butch. But then, like, four years ago, you started to let it grow.
2: Yeah, no, I had it. It was full buzz cut. Was it full buzz cut? Full, like, number one at Supercuts, level one. <laughs> like, I would just go in, they shaved the whole thing. Right. But then I was like, one year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get just a little bit of lettuce out the back of my yeah, wall cap. it's cool out the back of the wall cap. That'll look yeah, cool. That'll, yeah. that'll look really cool. You know, Mike you know?
0: Clevenger going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
2: then I hit better, and I was like, "I gotta keep it going." So You're here right. we are, and it's like practically down to my waist. <laughs> Some now, guys don't change their socks, you know. Yeah, but for you, it was the hair. But I go. had a coach in uh, two two thousand and early two thousand twenty one in winter ball uh-huh. who was like, "You don't look like a ball player. You got it's like a real old school guy. You gotta cut, you gotta cut that hair." And I was like, "All right, coach," but like. You know, I don't know, it's I'm pretty superstitious and I don't know. And then of course but I listened, you know, I was respectful. I cut it. Yeah cut about six inches off and which was a lot. And and then I went into a slump and I finished Winter Ball like on a 0 for twenty slump and I was like, you know what? I'm keeping it. I gotta I gotta grow it out. And then he yeah. after that he was like, you know, I understand. You gotta you gotta respect the streak. You respect the streak. Yeah. Absolutely, you have to. It's yeah.
0: it's a baseball thing. Yep. Um, in twenty twenty one, you did you had, you did the bravest thing, and um, it and I and I not to change gears here, but I think it's important to mention. Yeah. In twenty twenty one, you came out to your uh, room, uh, your teammates, teammates, mm-hmm. as, as being gay, mm-hmm. and um, it, it was a big decision, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, it w- well for me it was. I guess, you know, growing up being a ball player and a country music fan. Yeah. Like, um, I never really saw people like me in the mainstream, mm-hmm. in, in, ma- in major league baseball or in country stars that were really out and proud. Yeah. Um, and even though that's not really who I am in, in baseball, I'm not a big star. I'm not a big household name playing on, mm-hmm. playing in the big leagues, making millions of dollars. I'm just a low level kind of journeyman pro guy. Um, but to I make still, it that
0: far, my friends, yeah, that's a good ball player.
2: I, I mean, I I still felt like I, you know, I never really had a hero as mm-hmm. a kid. I never mm-hmm. had somebody who I could look up to and say that guy's like me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm playing on TV, playing baseball or whatever. And I and I've kind of just been living my life. You know, my friends and family are totally cool. Um, I've they've I've told them years ago. You know, like five years before I came out publicly, and um, I kind of just said. I want to do this, you know, to be able to show that, you know, you can you can play baseball, you can write country music. I think probably baseball is a little bit of a tougher environment for that than country music. But um,
0: you think so? Yeah. I yeah I
2: think still think so. I mean it's it's like they say if you can see it you can be it. Right. And we're still I mean since I came out um, last year I think we've had like six guys who have so it's it's getting to be more and more and i'm all about that That you know the more the merrier there's 16 million people that play baseball so clearly a lot of them are in the the community and like if we can inspire younger athletes to just live their lives not have to worry about stuff Mm -hmm. um the thing that i'm most proud of is is um after coming out is to be able to continue playing baseball yeah And, and to, uh, started like a nonprofit charity organization, um, called proud to to be in baseball.
0: I heard you say once you, you saw yourself as an accidental, um, activist. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've never really
2: been very, uh, but it's great work
0: that you do. I mean, talk about that.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, I've never been very like, uh. Never considered myself an activist. Like I've never yeah. been very politically motivated or anything. I'm just a baseball player. Well, it's
0: noticed on uh, your guitar. You've got the Dolly for President.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I picked that up over at a music store the other day. That was. I gotta a, get me one. Yeah, yeah. like I'll take one of those. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the the nonprofit supports younger athletes. Yeah. So LGBT athletes, you know, mm-hmm. who and we don't want any kid to feel like they're all alone. You know, I don't want to get too too dark on this but like mm-hmm. you know um i saw a stat the other day 45 uh, percent of lgbt kids consider committing suicide like it's terrible you know yeah. we don't want any any young kid to feel yeah, all do. alone like they're Mm-mm. even the athletes like you know we so it's we go around we do events at schools um Colleges, d- different pride nights. We did Nashville Sounds pride night. We cool. went all kind of all over the country. You
0: did. You traveled. You did a lot of different stadiums, and where you sang the national anthem. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was a nice little crossover, nice little baseball country moment.
0: And I even heard you do a little play-by-play. Get on there with some of the uh,
2: yeah MLB. <laughs> and I was a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, bet <laughs> one of those guys was a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, but uh, Jim Palmer with the Orioles. Yeah, and, and you know they were asking me about stuff, and I was like, I don't know, <laughs> man. A dream. Just like a. <laughs> Again, yeah. living the dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I do as much of that stuff as as I can, just to be able to show like so good those yeah. younger versions of myself. Like, you can play ball. You can just live your life. And I mean, it's it's been a, our charity's a super super positive thing. Like, we have a lot of a lot of people reaching out to us and it's saying good. thank you. And it, it was pretty much the thing that I I I didn't have as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like our group that I could have. Used the most, like a support group you know to be able to to find a network of friends and stuff in the sport and and um that was so it's like really satisfying probably the I things that i'm i'm most proud of after coming out in baseball is one keeping my job and, <laughs> yeah. and two is it's being able to create this thing that'll help other people hopefully yeah. long after i'm done with baseball you know i'm definitely moving towards music but
0: now if people want to find out more about it it's called
2: proud to be proud in baseball be in baseball dot org dot yeah there or there you go. on social media
0: check it out it's great work that you do thank and, you and uh there were uh, you had a documentary following you around, right? Yeah. Uh, t- talking about this. and
2: We're still going. Oh, you're still going. I mean, they're, we're going to be at some film festivals later this year. Great. And then um, hopefully get it onto a streaming service so that awesome. people can see it. Again, the Very si- good. similar thing with... It's actually a similar message of what I'm doing with the charity and then what mm-hmm. I did with the doc and then what I'm doing with my music is just to kind of like... The, the, the charity is the thing I never had as a kid that could have helped me the most. The mm-hmm. film is the thing I never... I, I if i would have been able to watch it as a kid as a young athlete you know and see somebody like me kind of going through all this stuff yeah. would have helped me the most and then with country music like sort of the inclusive message of left field and the standouts mm-hmm. and some of the other songs is yeah. to be able to to see somebody like me singing the songs singing real country music you know would mm-hmm. have inspired me as a kid so it's sure. a nice little motivating message
0: you know, Mary Goucher, who's a fantastic songwriter and artist, she's got a book out these days, and she talked about the same thing, not having an hero like that yeah. when she was growing up, Yeah, and um, and finally meeting one, and yeah. her book's very inspiring. I don't know if you've ever read that. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, I Mary. will read it. Yeah.
2: I have, I mean, I do, I'm lucky I have a musical hero. Mm-hmm. Who's um, that? Shane McAnally. <clears throat> Shane, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I was always a country music fan growing up, worked for a country radio station, and mm-hmm. um, and in high school and in college I n- I didn't know what a still didn't know what a songwriter was mm-hmm. um Christian Bush from Sugarland came into our station How about that and he talked about being a songwriter and I was like wait a second like, yeah the light bulb went off in my yeah. head. like I love country music <laughs> I play music I didn't actually know that there were p- real life people in Nashville maybe this sounds stupid to say this. no a
0: lot of people felt that way. yeah
2: like. but I thought oh well, the artist must just write the song I never considered it and then that mm-hmm. there are actually people who just write songs and I was like I want to do that do yeah. that and I saw the, an article about Shane McNally called um I think it's called Out and Riding High in Nashville and I kind of mm-hmm. taped it right in front of my desk did you and yeah. just would look at it every once in a while and just say like okay that guy's like me he's doing well he writes good country songs yes, he does yeah a lot of big hits a and lot if you of don't know yeah. google him um
0: uh, you'll be surprised
2: and I was like I can do this, you know, mm-hmm. so it was, that was always, music has always been the, um, baseball's been the thing that's, that's, has a lot of pressure. I come from a family of five athletes. Mm-hmm. We're all good athletes, you dad know, dad played ball too. right? Dad was a pitcher. My brother's brother. At, yeah. Uh, shortstop. Um, Virginia, right? Yeah. My, um, my little sister won a national championship in soccer in college. And wow. My, my mom was is a, a ncaa division one record holder and almost wow. an olympian wow so i mean there was always pressure around that mm-hmm. um but music was always my thing it's your thing so i've always been able to bring my guitar on road trips like we're on the team bus in baseball wow. and just play after a game if i have a bad game go for three <laughs> like we were talking about earlier um were if you like you're the guy in the bus like uh just, in bull durham remember like that? nuke nuke, <laughs> nuke yeah but i get the words right <laughs> Sometimes yeah. women get wooly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's funny. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let's play another song, and and I want to I want you I, I just can't wait to hear you tell the story mm-hmm. about uh, this next song because it was a very special song, and I'm talking about the standouts. Mm-hmm. You wrote it for your grandpa.
2: Yeah. So my grandpa Harvey. You call um, him Pop? We call right? pops. Right? Pops. pops. Okay. Yeah. I love pops that. Pops is in his eighties. Uh-huh. You know, he's a, a veteran. Um, he. We were just talking about uh, how I have his old record player. He was stationed mm. over in Germany, West Germany in mm. the 60s. Wow. Gave, gave me his old record player from over there. Um, but he's a kind of a everyday hero. Uh, still kicking. You know, he started up a small business. He's He's a standout. Nobody's ever really done yeah. anything for him. Never been on the news. Never been, mm. you know. But he's just somebody, like, in my life who's very important to me and who is is a hero of mine and i kind of wrote this song Wonderful. thinking about him thinking about my little sister who's a middle school math teacher you know nobody's mm. ever really done anything for her either and um i was thinking about about them and and this song came out and i decided to put it out it's called the standout The standouts okay all right brian ruby
1: our guest all right and the podcast. <laughs> It's the wounded vet who can't turn off the noise. The young sung teacher who does nothing but give. It's the kid sitting alone at lunch who's kind to everyone, even when the world ain't kind to him. The I have a dreamers with the nerve to say we're equal. The Help bent believers, life changing kind of people. Here's to the standouts, the pig known and the pushdown down. We are who we are, and we have the heart to stick out from the crowd. The way we're living might make us different. But if no one stood up, where would we be now? Here's to the standouts. We keep on loving through the hate. Ain't looking for a fight, but if that's what it takes, we don't win them all. But come on, oh, we'll live to fight another day. Here's to the standouts, the ping known and the push down. We are who we are, and we have the heart. Take out from the crowd. The way we're living might make us different. But if no one stood up, where would we be now? Here's to the standouts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's to the standouts, yeah. The runs of the leader. The The glass half full drinkers The don't quite be the honors The freedom song singers Here's to the standouts The ping known and the push-down We are who we are And we have the heart To stick out from the crowd How we're living Might make us different But if no one stood up Where would we be now? Oh, here's to the stand who oh, oh, oh. he is to the stand yeah he to the stand
0: yep where would we be if nobody stood up yeah. Here's to the standout.
1: It's a great song. Thank, yeah, you. Thank you. Who'd you
0: write that with? Tell us about that.
2: I wrote that one also with Chad Sellers mm-hmm. uh, and with Anthony Fiddler. Yeah, uh, Fiddler. What a great name. Yeah, <laughs> that's his real name. Too. Real name. Uh, <laughs> Canadian country music producer and oh. and uh, guitarist and he's a great musician too. So,
0: mm-hmm. who produces you?
2: Smith you? Curry. So um, okay. we do we do sessions here on Music Row. I'm actually mm-hmm. going into another session. Uh, this Friday for awesome. a song that I'm going to put out? in uh, maybe late February, early March. But wow. um, so I'm excited about that. The um, next single. Huh? The, probably the next one. I uh-huh. uh, just put out a Christmas song to mm-hmm. kind of wrap up the year right. and uh, build in towards towards one I'm, I'm not gonna play it yet but maybe i'll come back later and play it when it's out please do yeah you're, but you're um, more than welcome to smith do curry awesome producer you know he's a music row uh a team kind of guy um does yeah. sessions all the time I'm, i've been working with him uh um, a lot of the songs that I've written for other artists, he he produces, so it's kind of a natural mm-hmm. connection um, to go in with him and start working with him. Oftentimes, before I was an artist myself, I would be the guy mm-hmm. who sang the demo. Yeah, so demo um, singer. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do have a great voice. Thank you.
0: And you went to school for voice and music, right? Uh, I, uh,
2: partially. Yeah, partially? I I, um, I started out down in Georgia, and I ended up transferring. Um, I I was. Uh, the only country singer at my school who got a vocal scholarship and i wow. came in everybody was singing like these these opera pieces <laughs> and la, la, la. <laughs> you know <laughs> and i would come in in like boots and jeans like i'm wearing today and like i kind of got, got some weird looks but the <laughs> luckily the the woman who was judging for the scholarship that day <laughs> was originally from georgia so she ah. liked country music and she she took it easy on me. She she slid me into the program, and
0: she saw something in you. Yeah, didn't she? yeah um,
2: that's but great. yeah, it's uh, you know I've been here in Nashville for three years, mm-hmm. and um,
0: were you traveling was, back and forth a
2: lot? Or um, I, I traveled in a few years before I for maybe two years before I um, before I officially moved here. Mm-hmm. So it's, I guess it's been about five. Um, but really, three here on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so. What still, do you think
0: so far? You like Nashville?
1: It's
2: yeah, touring? no, it's my yeah. adopted home. I mean, awesome. it's, it's where I felt. I came in college, we came uh, just um, somebody knew somebody at Vanderbilt, and we crashed mm. on the floor of their dorm. <laughs> and we went out, we went nice. to Broadway, did all the, all the touristy stuff. Got that. to. I uh, yeah. saw the Opry mm-hmm. came back with my family went to the Opry and the whole awesome. time I was like this is where I need to be yeah and so, it does have that draw doesn't it yeah. yeah and the fact that I'm three years in you know still and just starting to be an artist been a writer mm-hmm. um, but it was a demo singer and, and now currently making my own stuff and That's working good. with such a talented team of of uh, session musicians and my producer like I the, saw the day that we cut um left field and two for the road to standouts out something, my whole first ep mm-hmm. um we were in the studio over at Pentaveret and berry hill here in nashville um and i was just talking to the session guys like we had justin ostrander on guitar played with luke bryan jimmy allen like yeah. cody johnson like some real kick-ass country country people um and uh tim marks on bass great bass player currently with jewel um wow. and uh, nick boot on drums who and I was talking to, to Nick All the days. day we Yeah, yeah. L- great guys. Yeah. Um the day we cut the the record and it was like nine thirty in the morning mm. on a Saturday. Oh boy. Um and I was like, What are you what are you doing later tonight? And he's like, Oh, I got a gig and I was like, Where? He said, Nissan and I was like, Nissan, Nissan Stadium, Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like in front of sixty thousand people and he's like, Yeah, who who are you playing for? And he <laughs> said, Kenny uh, it's like oh, Kenny Chesney he's always, he's yeah. Kenny Chesney's wow. like live band drummer and and the fact that I was just kind of I was like cool man like thank you for being here like in Isn't 12 hours you have the literally the biggest gig in town and you're <laughs> in the morning you like you didn't have to come over to, to the studio and like make my record it was but it was you just You
0: never know who you're talking to in this town. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. It's and
2: crazy. Th- <laughs> the fact that those guys would are you know invested in making me sound good and, and mm-hmm. like I said I'm just just getting started and really just trying to find my sound and and figure out what I want to say you know yeah. right? it's just one thing to write for other artists it's part of the journey though right uh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think it's ever evolving it is like what what we want to say and, and never ends um, yeah as artists but you know the fact that they would work with a relatively new guy like me is it was cool, and I'm very thankful for that.
0: That's what I love about this town. Yeah. Treat you with open arms, yeah. and uh, you have that musical connection and uh sometimes that's all you need yeah and that being a good hang
2: <laughs> yeah just being being able to hang out was a yeah. big part and with the writing too like half the time it's just hanging out
0: you talk about all those great uh alias musicians and i also was looking at some of the guys that played on yours one of the background vocalists i know uh mark lonsway
2: mm-hmm. mark yeah mark is a great guy he mixed it as well did he mix yeah, it too and he's and he's mixing some of the music for the, the documentary that i'm doing too is so he we, really we he's recr- great at what recr- he does. recruited him to do that <laughs> He he's great. A, yeah, he is. A, and he's he's a, great. One
0: of the nicest guys you ever want to yeah. meet. So,
2: and we work out of that studio that used to be Benchmark. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I think Sandtrack Studios because okay. it, it has it. I think they built it like that. I don't know if this is right. In the eighties was what I was told. So, yeah. like, you can see that. The way that they isolated the sound was they actually filled the walls with sand. Wow! So there's parts <laughs> parts where the walls are like leaking out, and you could see, see tiny, the sand, tiny little piles of sand. I was like, why are we? Why is there sand in here? It's like, oh, that that's how they isolate, it. and it's a great sound. I great mean, in sound. the studio. But, wow!
0: Yeah, Fantastic. Mark's great. Yeah, what a journey, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, how about another song? Oh, you know what? We got to take a break, but when we come back, all right, I want I want to hear um another one of your singles. Okay, that'd be all perfect. right. Perfect. Okay, perfect. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection. Connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your
2: host, I'm actually Dave Linahan. Got
0: We've got uh, Brian Ruby with us. And uh, we're talking a little baseball, a little country music, a lot of songwriting. That's what we're doing. By the way, speaking of baseball... You're on the committee that's going to bring us an MLB team.
2: Yes, sir. To Nashville.
0: Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I I once told my wife, we were such big baseball fans. We lived in Cincinnati for 25 years. I grew up in Cleveland. So we'd go to a lot of Indians and a lot of Reds games. I know you don't like to hear you being a Phillies fan. but No, it's okay. (laughs) Rose did play for the Phillies for a while. But anyway, um, I always told her, I said, I don't think I could ever live in a town that didn't have a Major League Baseball team.
2: here we are in Nashville. And
0: here we are in Nashville. Like 10 years ago, we were thinking about moving here. She goes, yeah, but they didn't have Major League Baseball team. Yeah, they got. They, they will. They got, they got the. I'll tell stones. you what. They will.
2: They but have. They're a, gonna. There's a great group um, called the Nashville Stars, which is an ode to the old Negro, Negro League, League teams. teams. Yeah. Um. Huh. And so, a great ownership group. They're trying really hard to bring. A major league baseball team here to Music City. I mean, I think they're probably a couple years away. Uh-huh. I don't know what the deal is. Whether it would be an expansion team or a relocated team, a current mm-hmm. franchise. I know there's some big league teams that want to relocate, but Nashville's a great city. It is.
0: We love our sports. The, here. We got the
2: Preds. We got the Titans. Titans I mean, we're, we're sounds. Yeah, passionate. Yeah, passionate group. <laughs> so I, I really think it would do well. And I I'm a. Too. I'm on their list of community advisors. So. um, Awesome. I've got to do some couple different events with them, and um, they're a great group. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to happen. I yeah. think there's there's momentum. Like we're they're building, they're building an yeah. interest and engagement in the city, and I think it'll be fun.
0: And there are a lot of big names behind
2: this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too, you know? yeah. It's country stars, entertainment people. I mean, yeah. everybody. The, Dave Stewart. And yeah. Dave. I've met him twice. Have um, you? He's he's super nice guy. I mm-hmm. think he's a smart, baseball mind. You wow. know, experienced, and he. He can he can pull it off. He can pull it off. Yeah,
0: Justin Timberlake. I, th- I think yeah. I not Tim- a, not a baseball guy, not but a baseball I've, guy, I've heard but, of him too. But you, no, you've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're hoping this happens. Haven't met him. Maybe one day. Let's talk about this next song. I want you to. We've got the uh, dining room table is kind of the star of our show here. This old Duncan Fife, and we get amazing sound in this room. So would you play us another song?
1: Yeah. So yeah. this song. <laughs>
2: kind of the story of my life awesome it's going to be featured in the upcoming documentary
1: that we're doing great it's called journeyman i'm a motorcycle winding down the pch left field filling in third base a cover band front man singing sweet caroline in a bean town bar i'm a part-time all-cash truck bed hauler kansas city barbecue scholar if you need me there Tell me where it probably ain't too far No, it ain't too far I'm a journeyman I get there when I get there And I'm learning that Flying blind's a good way to get where I can See just who the hell I am I'm in all about the journey All about the journeyman Let's take it up a little bit. It's a dusty ball field in Guatemala. Greyhound stop out in Nevada. Rain delays, airplane trays. I wonder what these miles are worth. Colorado highs and Memphis blues back on the horse. Winter loose, South Philly night under the lights. Nothing like home turf. I'm a journeyman. I get there when I get there and I'm learning that Flying blind's a good way to get where I can See just who the hell I am I'm in all about the journey All about the journey, man Mm -hmm. I'm in all about the journey All about the journey, man Yeah Mm, 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 mm. This year I missed our anniversary God bless the patient hearts that put up with guys like me Cause I'm a journeyman I get there when I get there And I'm learning that Flying blind's a good way to get where I can See just who the hell I am I grab my bag and I knowing where these beat-up boots are gonna land Living by the seat of just two pair of pants Dirt on my hands I'm in all about the journey All about the journey, man Mmm I'm in all about the journey, all about the journey,
2: man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Journey,
0: man. <laughs> well, it's Brian Ruby.
2: I'm all about the
0: journey, man. Yeah. I love it. I think a lot of people can identify with that song.
2: Yeah. That was, I mean, I've been, been looking forward to playing that one here. It's not a. Um, it's an unreleased single but it will mm-hmm. be it will be out and yeah, I wanted record. to this is a songwriter podcast so I was yeah. like you know this is a this is a songwriter type song it is and it is. Um, yeah it's, it is. it's really you know all about the journey you never you never know like mm-hmm. I think there's a kind of a common theme that runs through some of my stuff like and it's sort of unintentional but mm-hmm. I've been Which thinking is. about it more and more like with the left field all the best mm-hmm. things come out of left field all right. it's all about the journey like yep. it's sort of like you kind of just gotta follow what you're passionate about and just go for it and you don't know where it's going to lead but but that's the beauty of it and that's the excitement of it you know moving here we, we can I'm sure you can relate moving to Nashville you know moving to a new place a new city and you know. It's this this big place called Music City. That's where all the country stars go to hang out, and Mm -hmm. you you don't know if you're going to come back with your tail between your legs, you know, like Garth did before he, yeah, Yeah. and before he came back, (laughs) or 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 what. And it's you just kind of got to. Follow what you're passionate about and just do it. And that's like
0: you attended one of my lectures.
2: Yeah, I used to be the director of a broadcast. Program.
0: Yeah, I used to always tell my students, You follow that passion, find out what that is. If you don't know what that is yet, yeah, find it, discover that, and yeah. then follow that.
2: Country radio man It's yeah. the dream. One day, it, it, it's where it's sort of where I started and where I want to end up. Tell me about that experience. So, I was. You know, our local country radio station back home, 92.5 XTU. Big station. I listened to it growing up. Mm-hmm. Big, big station. Yeah. You know, they have a huge listener base, and they do all kinds of promo events. So I was aware of who they were. Mm-hmm. And when I was 18, in senior year in high school, I cold called them. Cold called <laughs> the station and just asked if I could, said I wanted a job, asked if I could come in for an interview, and I got hired to be an intern. You know, wow. didn't do anything important. <laughs> <laughs> I've swept the... Swept the promo closet, you know, cleaned (laughs) up all the stuff and people were sending back then people, I don't know if people still do this, um, sending CDs in. Oh yeah. We get all these CDs from all kinds of people. Right. And, um, you know, so doing different promo events. One time I, I, we had this concert 30th anniversary of the station concert, uh, in, um, uh, at what was at the time Susquehanna bank center in, in New Jersey and, um, they had Dirk Bentley headlining. They had Randy Hauser. Oh yeah, and great guy. I, I almost got fired. We we were working all day. <laughs> well, you haven't
0: been in radio unless you can unless
2: you write. Right, right, it's the rite of passage. What? Um, happened? So. It was, it was hot, it was the middle of summer we have been working all day, I had to get to the station At like 5 in the morning, get to the venue At 7 mm-hmm. in the morning, hanging up posters Walking around in the heat, I haven't had anything to eat Anything oh. to drink, and I'm about to like pass out oh, And I just feel like a waft Of cold air coming from Like a room mm-hmm. And I just, my body was just naturally Drawn to it, and I just walked over there And just like, had to take a minute And just rest, and my boss Comes storming in that one of the promo people comes storming like you get get out of this this is Randy Hauser's dressing room what are you doing trying to talk to him and I say what are you trying to and I was just trying to get in the cold air I was trying to keep cool I didn't even realize it was his dressing room and it oh my god! I could fire you for this I was like I'm so sorry you know but I didn't know didn't know and I almost got you know but that's a (laughs) you I got to keep the
0: job having met Randy a few times I
2: don't think he would have he wouldn't have cared he was a cool guy yeah but (laughs) as an 18 year old kid I was traumatized I was like, "Oh my God, I just I messed up. This was my chance to work in country music, and I messed up." And yeah. no, but the station people are totally cool, and yeah. I, I still listen. Like I was back home in Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, for the holidays, would listen to to country radio back there. Always turned on the station the minute I get home, and oh, yeah. it's my dream to kind of one day get one of my songs on there. Oh, well, I hope that happens. Yeah, I really do. Now, you've had a few cuts out there.
0: And describe the feeling when you first uh, found out that one of your songs is being cut by an artist. And, and that's a big feeling, that first cut.
1: Is yeah.
2: Amazing. Um, I can play my first cut for you, you if can. you want. Yeah. Um
0: Tell us about it.
2: Uh, an artist in West Texas, San Angelo, Texas, by mm-hmm. the name of Neil Cooper, mm-hmm. um, Texas country artist. Um, but, you know we move here with the dream Mm -hmm. of, of being songwriters and getting a a real life country music artist to sing our songs. And like, that's the dream. And, you know, and, um, it was the coolest feeling to to find out that he was cutting in. I had had a, I had felt connected to the industry because I had a few songs that I had been the demo singer for Mm -hmm. that people had recorded, yeah, but, um, never one that I had written. So that was like another step up, for me, and and um, I think he released it um, during the pandemic. It yeah. was in 2020, so it was really, wow. really. I was re- I was at a low point. Um, I had lost my baseball contract mm. for that season. Um, our all the minor leagues got canceled. Yeah, and, and a lot of independent leagues too. And really, the major leagues only played a very short schedule. So
0: with fake fans.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I was. Yeah, that's terrible. I was here in Nashville, and I had to. Um, hadn't really arranged to be living here during the spring and summer because mm-hmm. of baseball right um so i kind of moved back in in and house with like five guys it was like a frat house of dirty and and pizza boxes on the ground everything smelled and sleeping on a futon and like no job waiting for baseball to start and mm. and writing songs but couldn't see anybody writing in on zoom and stuff and and, and running out of money and like you know then i I got this news that you know I was going to get my first cut, and even though you know he's an un, he's not he's an independent artist, and mm-hmm. it was like it was a, a real beacon of, of light, at, like at the end of the tunnel, oh, like it's yeah, validation. Okay, for okay what this doing. guy's gonna. Yeah this guy's going to record my song and then maybe I can get a couple more in Texas. You yeah. know, that's a great Texas country is respected you by bet. people in Nashville a big, and big. Yeah. Great place to like start, even though I'm not from Texas, but I can, yeah. I love Texas country and I can write it. Um, and you know, here we are. I think um, that was like maybe two years ago when I, mm-hmm. the first one was released in late 2020. and, and you know, I've got a, about 20, cuts from different artists um
0: mostly texas or a couple in
2: texas a couple here in nashville um actually a couple pop songs there's a pop singer nice um she's current miss miss boston so she's a pageant um pageant competitor as well she puts out pop music and and Mm -hmm. i've been able to write a lot of her stuff so it's like you know when you put your writer hat on and you got to do different Projects for different people. You gotta like see yourself in their shoes, and it's a little hard to see myself in uh, being a beauty pageant in uh, Massachusetts. But um, (laughs) I I just try to think about like good storytelling and how I can help when I'm in the room writing for somebody else. How I can help that artist tell the best version of their story. That's great. Um,
0: so you like to write with other artists?
2: Yeah, yeah. Other is, is that
0: the trick? To, cause that's the songwriter question in me. A lot of songwriters, up-and-coming songwriters listening to this podcast want to know, how yeah. do you pitch the songs? How do you get them to the artists that
2: cut them? Outside cuts are really hard. Um, especially these days, a lot of artists like want to be writers themselves. Yeah. Um, want to be in the room. So um, I've had... Out of the 20 or so, um, maybe two or three outside mm-hmm. cuts, yeah. really not a lot. Um, Still. But most of them have been, like, in the room with the artists. So, yeah, um, same with me. And if you're, yeah. I guess, if you're just moving here, like, you know, the thing that I did the first year that I moved here was I was out, like, every single night. Um, playing the writers' rounds and things? Playing rounds, um, mm-hmm. just not even playing, sometimes just going. Yeah. Um,
0: Making the contacts, connections, connections, yeah, really networking,
2: just, right? Yeah. Hanging out, meeting different people. And That's why we
0: call this the connection, the national, the songwriter connection. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, those people that I met, you know, out at the bars and in, here in, in midtown and stuff, or mm-hmm. out at red door and whiskey jam and yeah. tin roof and all the places at live Oak. Um, those are the people that I still work with like right. today. And I don't go out as, as much. I'm still out and about, but not every single night. That was a lot to yeah, to to yeah. To burn it down like that. But um especially now 'cause I'm I'm on the road a lot, you know, with mm-hmm. playing gigs and stuff. But um when I'm here I'm going out, still trying to meet people, always always networking, trying to find other people to 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 write for and um I joined NSAI when I moved here. It was a Gonna great ask. great mm-hmm. first step. For me, and started going to their meetings, their weekly stuff, and, and meeting people there, and
0: they changed my life. That's, yeah, it's all yeah, that's a good group.
2: And I'm still, you know, I'm still don't have a publishing deal. Like mm-hmm. I'm still uh, an independent artist, so I'm still very much, I think, at the beginning. And I, but I want to, and that's build. not
0: a bad thing. and It really isn't. It really isn't. We had Sheree on the show not too long ago from Global Songwriter Connection, and
2: yeah. she talked a lot about that. Yeah, you know, well, I think it's just <laughs> like baseball. Like you know, I wouldn't have been ready. As mm-hmm. an 18-year-old kid, I didn't get signed out of high school. Certain kids get drafted and they get millions of dollars straight out of yeah. high school. Yeah, Like, I was not that. Mm-hmm. I had to work at it. I had to build, you know, um, practice for years and years until finally I was 23, redshirt senior, where I got a, got a spot somewhere, you know, uh, and worked my way up from there. And so I, I kind of recognize that, you know, if you want to be in, like, the big leagues in a, in a major um, – with a major publisher writing with Ashley Gorley or Shane mm. McAnally or Josh Osborne, one of these big, yeah. big name guys. Yeah. Um, you, you gotta be ready, you, you know? So like when you, I think a lot of people here are so, so trying to get a meeting with the publisher tomorrow and, and get signed tomorrow and, and they're not going to make it unless they're, they get signed right away. And it's all this big rush. Yeah. And yeah, like I know people like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, how
0: about sharpening the, uh, sharpening those talents and those skills yeah, yeah,
2: I want to be like you know yeah. you may only got one shot with a publisher That's or right. with a label like when and I walk you best be ready right One, yeah. I know like <clears> one day I'm going to walk in I'm working my way towards it I'm going to be there one day I'm not there yet but when I get there I'm going to be ready you visualize like, it you, you got to like when you get that pinch hit at bat like mm-hmm. and you yeah. know and you don't have a starting spot in the lineup and you got to work your way in you got to be ready it like you got to be, gotta be um, and
0: everything you do along that j- journey along the way is sharpening. Yeah, ready for that.
2: yeah, yeah, sharpening and, and yeah. figuring out what you want to say. Like there's so many different artists in this town. You got to be, you got to do something that's unique to you. You know, <laughs> figure out some way to be original that's true to yourself. And and so I'm, my whole first EP is really just trying to shape that and figuring out how I want to sound. And and you know I'm I've been influenced by all these different people, everything from Eric Church to yeah. early Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney, um, mm. Springsteen, Mellencamp, A C D C Queen, Aerosmith, <laughs> like yeah. this so like who I am is I guess a combination of combination of all those people but not I really similar to any one of them yeah and influenced by them we're all influenced by mm-hmm. people and and figuring you know, I hear, out i hear little zach I brown
0: say. i hear little james taylor as well yeah i okay. like james
2: taylor yeah yeah, yeah Zach Brown. I mean. yeah i mean
0: but all these things combine your study you look and you, you a little bit here a little bit there and you and they all become you and you find your own unique yeah. voice and you, that's really cool
2: you find your thing and then you run with it
0: and, and you run with it and you know your songs that the ones that i've heard um they do have that element of truth, yeah. uh, that that um, um, genuineness, you know, yeah. which you can't fake.
2: It's got to <laughs> be. It's, it's got to be. I've, I've, I mean, I try to write. Sometimes I'll try to write stuff that's not in my own voice and like, um, but it really is. You got to write from the heart. Like, I think so. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. Yeah. And it's not going to be. In, even if it does work out, it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Like if you're faking something, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, like you're gonna be keeping up an act. So like this is like all the stuff you hear. That's me. That's you. Like and you know I just got my was looking over my um, Spotify (laughs) Wrapped. Like from I actually have them all saved from previous years, and I'm just kind of like been looking at what I've listened to, and like what I've listened to is is how I sound pretty (laughs) much. Like I'm truly like grown up and listening to country radio and. And being, especially with baseball, country music is like the music of baseball. Baseball. Always on at the ball field. We play play all over the place, so it's always on and and on the bus and stuff. So it it really is a, a, a nice little... You know, transitioning, me being able to do baseball country Yeah, it's a nice little transition. <laughs>
0: There's your genre. Yeah. I, I love guys that that uh, create their own genre. We've baseball said this on country. Your baseball country.
2: Yeah. There you go.
0: There's the name of this podcast. Yeah. Listen, take us out with this uh, song, Two for the Road, if you don't mind, because All that's right. another single of yours coming out on this EP very, very soon. And I'll tell you what, you can follow um, Brian Ruby on what's your web page?
2: BrianRubyMusic.com. Brian with the Y Ruby with a Y. Brian Ruby official on social media.
0: There you go. Check right. him out. Follow him and be looking for this new uh, CD coming out real, real soon called
2: Diamonds. Diamonds are forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> this is two for the
1: road. Two for the road. All right. We had one for your birthday. One when he broke your heart One where we talked about being more than friends Making a brand new start We've been dancing around it and drinking about it You're the only thing in this town that makes me want to stay So what you think about running away? Let's be two for the road Let's get up and go If we don't hit the gas You ain't never gonna know Could be some real good years Or we could go up in smoke One way to find out Let's be two for the road Are you feeling Cheyenne? Or the Bonneville Salt Flats? Are you thinking some sunshine Maybe hitting that white gulf sand 38 Or PCH Baby just point the way Let's be two for the road Let's get up and go If you don't hit the gas You ain't never gonna know Could be some real good years Or we could go up in smoke one way to find out. Let's be two for the road. This is where the solo goes, baby. <laughs> I wish I had the band with me. Maybe I can be yours and you could be mine. We done a lot of talking, but ain't it just about time? Two but two for the road. Get up and go, don't hit the gas Ain't never gonna know Could be some real good years Or we could go up and smoke Up and smoke Let's be two for the road Let's get up and go If we don't the gas You ain't never gonna know Could be some real good years Or we could go up and smoke One way to find out Let's be two for the road Whoa, 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 let's be two for the road Oh Let's be two for the road
0: Brian Ruby, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Brian, so good to make a connection to you.
1: Thank it, you. It, thanks
2: for having me.
0: Thanks for taking the time to be here. I know you're very busy, and we look forward to having you back. Absolutely. Once that new stuff comes out. all, all right? right. Maybe bring the band with you. We can set up. We've done bands Hell in here. yeah.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. A little band in the kitchen. I'm down.
0: <laughs> Anytime. All right, man. Good to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on W-O-B-L and W-N-O-I. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time
1: on Songwriter Connection.